place and put the chip on his shoulders to prove him wrong. Kevin worked asked me shit he about jump for us. And I get him a resounding no. Made it 15 years in a row, and last year I, I didn't make it. I, I guess I wasn't good enough, but it's not something you cry about. I mean, but listen, we live in a tough sport. Guys like Dre, Draymond, he, he knows what he's doing. He's trying to get him in his head. It's like a lot of football. There is no crying in basketball. Uh, I just want to lie. Is that too much to ask? And if it is, I guess I'm taking my force just to make them mad. Had a lot of time to think with the little time that I had. I got to get this for myself, and that's explaining why. Yo, you listening to a brand new episode of Threes from the Ring. We appreciate you guys for tuning in on us and every and all that good stuff on the real. We do have some good news as well, but I'll let Daytrail go ahead and introduce herself. Yo, what's popping? I had a random fact. Oh, yes, random fact of the day. Yo, Paul George is the best player on OKC in this battle long shot. Shout out to Westbrook losing and making him lose this game today. <laughs> Paul George yeah. is the best person in OKC right now by a long shot. The nigga has been balling. Lakers still take that L. And Westbrook mm-hmm. literally lost them the game today. Literally lost them the game today. I guess, he like, ran I it to three people. My bad. I, I was about to start with <laughs> I'm glad I ain't watched that game because I would, gee, I would have changed the whole rundown and all that. Been like, wait, look, man. Like I said, that team is at their best when they when Russ lets Paul George close games out. Plain and simple. Let let PG close games out. Okay, Russ. Damn. But anyway, we do have good news. We finally have a Twitter account, man. So, hey. follow us at Threes from the Ring, uh, the number three S from the Ring, straight up like that. So, so follow for all our basketball takes and all that good stuff as well, and it's for basketball news as well. But before we get into everything else, uh, the Super Bowl just ended. Uh, Tom Brady won, no surprise. He has number six. And there are people that are saying that he's the bigger GOAT than Michael Jordan. Nah. Yeah, you have to be on crack because Jordan never lost. Factor that in. Jordan never lost to a nigga named Eli Manning. Exactly. He never lost to a nigga And he never lost to Nick Foles. Nick Foles is balling. Oh, and he lost to Nick Foles, too. You lost to Nick Foles. You gave Nick Foles hopes and dreams, man. So, like, He's also balling. Nick Foles is... A balding white man. You lost it. No. And he gained a Super Bowl MVP. Your Super Bowl MVP went to Nick Foles. You have to forever hold that. And, exactly. You, know, you gave yeah. Nick Foles and Eli Manning contracts. <laughs> you gave them pay raises. So, Michael Jordan never let anybody get a pay raise. He ruined careers and lives. So, and including his own fathers. Never forget that. Um, but, yeah. No surprise here. Like I said, I said in the previous episode, you never, ever doubt Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. It's two things. It's three things guaranteed in life. Life, I mean, death, taxes, and Tom Brady winning in the playoffs. Got to hold that L. But anyway, on that note, uh, unless you want to add anything to it, no, no, no. Shout out to Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, sure. Jared, what? 
I don't know if the Rams know if they have dude as a running back, but I forgot his name that fast. But yeah, uh, uh, Ty Gurley, arguably yeah. the best running back in the league. You forgot you had him. And uh, I'm just going to throw this out here. This is probably one of the most boring Super Bowls I watched, too. Yeah. Well, I like the first half. First half defense is amazing. That was exciting. Yeah. Yeah, Nobody Brady wants a super defensive like game, though. That's the thing. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> the Rams couldn't get a first down and save their life. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, Julius Edelman showed that the power of Roy still lasts, still lasts in spirit, even though it's not in his system. Right, shout mm-hmm. to him. Yeah, so shout out to the Patriots. Can hopefully my Bears do what they got to do next season and make me proud. That's all I ask for. But let's go on to the excitement that is the NBA this past week. So we had the All-Star uh, rosters are fully confirmed uh, between West and East. There will be a draft this upcoming week on Tuesday between Brian and Greek Freak. Me and Daytrail will do our, what we will call, we want to be a, it can't be a reenactment, but we will do our own little pretend to be Brian and Greek Freak. Of, of doing the draft so stay tuned for that but we have lots of trade deadline chaos between anthony davis saying he wants out porzingis getting moved out and rodney hood being the annual trailblazers pickup useless pickup of the year man so shout out to that man so uh let's start off with before we get to anthony davis let's go into the porzingis trade because I feel like that was the most shocking. Like, Anthony Davis, like, we not surprised, but, like, yeah. we could sit there and say, like, Porzingis getting traded was probably a huge shock. Uh, yeah. Because um, it came out, you know, why shit us with a mini bomb. And he was like, yo, Porzingis had a meeting with the Knicks, and he unhappy about losing. Wasn't so much he came in there with a trade. Because, so he can tell... They were shopping Porzingis before Porzingis even came They've in. They've been trying about, to like, shop for the past two years. Yeah, so they're shopping him, um, which is crazy. I don't understand. Like, I, I you know, they might get Zion. If they get Zion, that's also for them. Um, but they, they might get Zion. It's not a guaranteed KD. Because if Clay leaves, that means KD is guaranteed. The one is not about to lose KD and Clay. Put it like that. They're not. Straight so, if Clay leaves, that means guaranteed they're getting there. They're, they're keeping KD, and and even if they don't, I don't think KD first choice should be you know the Knicks. I just I just don't I just don't see that happening. He could he could crank on LeBron and say, hey, okay, see I'm coming back. Get rid of Westbrook for me though. But I don't. I, I just can't see. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't see uh, KD going to the Knicks. It just don't feel right. Kyrie, on the other hand, I could definitely see. But if you get, say for instance, it's a guarantee that you know they're coming. Why give up Porzingis? For Spade? It's like Porzingis is a big enough star. Porzingis is a big enough star to... And a good enough player to put another piece around him and they're instant contenders in the East. It's not like the East has got darn Andre the Giant in his prime or something like that where nobody can stop them. It's not like the, the Bucks are 
running through everybody. It's not like the Celtics are a guarantee. Literally. Literally. It's just uh, uh, it, 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 you, you add KD, you add Kyrie to Port Vegas, and they become the number one to me because they, they would just be that good. So I don't know. It was dumb to me for trading him. Shout out to all the Knicks fans who, who actually care. Hey. What's up, Ma? Uh, but uh, yeah, what you think about it? So, for one, it just once again shows how inept the Knicks are because you traded your all-star, seven-foot-tall future, like, going to be a consistent all-star level player. And literally, like, you had the opportunity to, even though he's he's literally, literally holding up, pretty much going to sit out this season with the uh, torn ACL, which I feel like he could come back now if he wanted to, but I think he's just going to sit the rest of the season out. You had a chance to pair him up with Zion, and then you're you are hoping you can get more. Damn, your mom not playing, G. <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> she's not playing. G. Shout out to uh, Sister McCoy, G. That's a real one right there. But um, but yeah, so like, if he don't want to be there, I get it. Like if if he don't want to be there, you can't get mad at the man for not wanting to be there. Because if he doesn't want to be there, then trade him, get something out. Shout out to all the iPhones that uh, has been going. Yeah, you have to, G, because like she she's on the wolf G. She's on the wolf G. I know she probably is on Podcast. I didn't say close the door though. So what? So you just want me to? So hey, the audio feed. Me, All right, excuse me, I gotta close the door. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. What you were saying? But yeah, as I was trying to say, uh, shout out to that pull up. But um, but yeah. So I don't even hold off, but but anyway. Uh, but yeah. So as I was saying, like Porzingis. Looked like he wanted out, but at the same time, he just wanted to be, and he wanted to know if they were going to be winning. And it seemed like the Knicks, whatever they told him, it was like, yeah, gee, I'm not really feeling this because it's too much what ifs. It's too much what ifs. So mm. like, look, y'all been trying to lure a big time free agent here for years, and all I'm hearing is the same shit I heard since I've been drafted, but even before I got drafted here. As a young prospect, learning about the NBA and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, for him, I understand being that frustrated and all of that. And, look, I'm happy. That's a good trade for the Mavericks. Like, a great trade for the Mavericks. Because now you have a young core that you can develop for the next five, ten years. Literally. Like, Greek. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, Porzingis literally has the opportunity to learn from Dirk, even though he's not going to play this season with Dirk, because I think Dirk is retiring at the end of this year. But, like, Dirk yeah. is still going to be a part of that organization, whether uh, in some capacity. Like, he's going yeah. to have some lifetime uh, Dallas Maverick type of uh, position, something like that. Uh, but to learn from, like, Dirk and to play with Luka as well, G, like, People saying, like, Dallas is just being that stereotypical, uh, they want to build around a European player. But, yeah, 
both Luca and Porzingis are your your base players, but they play like niggas. Mm-hmm. People like Porzingis wants to dunk on niggas and stuff like that, and Luca literally is trying to be a car, almost like a better carbon copy of James Harden. So, for like prime example, he did his step back multiple times last night, and I don't think he got called mm-hmm. for a travel. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. but but the uh, but you have something to build with, and then both are real popular players. You could lure them. You could lure somebody to uh to Dallas to play with them easily. Like you won't have to be stressed to be like, oh yeah, like do I really want to go to Dallas? Like yeah, Dallas is a cool town, but like but Luca and Porzingis have personalities where you could lure talent over. So for like Dallas, it's a great trade, a really yeah. great trade, and and like literally like. You have a team to work with going to next year. You have an idea instead of like, let's try to stay competitive. But if we lose, we lose, and all of that. Because yeah. which I feel like they were doing this year. But like now, you have a blueprint and something to actually like build around. Now, so it helps. And the Knicks, you got Dennis Smith Jr. and you have the hope that you can sign a free agent this year. But like I said in previous episodes i am a strong believer that the brooklyn nets is going to be the sexier option for any free agent op- for any any big time free agent that's looking to go to a team that needs a superstar mm-hmm. the brooklyn nets just looks like the better option i would love to play with d'angelo russell jared allen and spencer Dinwiddie. that is fine because they're doing well now so like if i go there Literally, I'm not going to hinder nothing. Unless I'm Kyrie, because then now you got to figure out what the hell is D'Angelo Russell going to play shooting guard or point guard. So, <laughs> but And neither one are good defenders. So, uh, But you have a lot to work with now. And with the Knicks, you, it's a lot, once again, it's a lot of what ifs, but it is what it is when it comes to that. But shout out to Austin on getting rid of those contracts, but it is what it yeah. is. Like they, <laughs> it, it, with the Knicks, you don't know. If you get Zion, that's your best hope at this point. You have to get Zion. So, anything else yeah, you want to add on to it? Um, no. You know, really, next summer is outshining the finals right now. At this moment, it's out the finals. Because we know the out in, in the income. But not knowing what the future holds for every team in the NBA, it's really, it's really exciting. It really is. I know it's going to take time. What's that? Like six months or seven months before we even can start speculating where people are going. Even though we speculate now, but I mean like real speculate, like waiting for wide bombs and stuff like that. It's it's really amazing to see like, you know, what's going on and all that stuff. So, um, cool. Shout out to, uh, shout out to, uh, what's his face though? He, he was able to I hope he comes. Like, one thing I am thinking of, though, bro, like, what if the Knicks know Porzingis wasn't going to be 100% when he comes back? Like, he wasn't going to be an old I would call Porzingis. bullshit on that because it's a torn ACL in 2019. Mm. It's, that's nothing. Like, at, wor- at worst, like, he wouldn't be as athletic, but he was already freakishly athletic for a seven-foot-tall white boy mm-hmm. like he was like i would say arguably porzingis was like a 
top 10, top 15 athlete, top three athlete in his position. So, mm-hmm. so like, it's not going to, it's not like he's, like, if he was, like, a more of a boogie type, where it's, like, damn, if Boogie tore his AC or his Achilles, like, or for a second his Achilles, I'd be concerned. But mm-hmm. he's, like, he's, he doesn't pack a lot of muscle and all of that. Like, he's more of a finesse type. Like, he may be a little slower, but if anything, he's still going to be one of the better athletes in his position. So, I feel like. Mm-hmm. In 2019, like, I'm not scared of an ACL injury. Like, I'm not. Like, if it was, mm-hmm. like, he tot- totally ripped his knee apart where it was ACL, MCL, PCL, then, yeah, yeah. I'm concerned. But it's a it's a damn ACL tear. Like, they were just being mm-hmm. precautious because it's just like, we're the Knicks, we suck, and we're not about to waste our youthful investment while we suck. That's tank. That's literally what they did. So, so yeah, so that's my take on that. But let's move on to the more bigger of the NBA trade deadline drama, and that is Anthony Davis asking out. He's fed up and he's ready to go, and he mm-hmm. wants to go to the Lakers at all goddamn cost. And this was announced last Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, last Tuesday. And I was waking up, and I looked at my TV. Watch was smiling on my TV screen, and it said, breaking news, Anthony Davis wants out of New Orleans, and he's ready to get traded. He requested a trade. And I was like, what the hell? Because <laughs> literally, I think I said on the, the last episode, which I dropped the night before or that day, I said, yo, Anthony Davis isn't going nowhere. <laughs> and... Diggins said, I went out. So now at this, we're at the point where everybody knows he wants to go to the Lakers. The Lakers are doing whatever possible to get him. And the Pelicans are playing as hard of a game of uh, chicken as solely because they want to get as much as they can out of him. But also hoping... That the boss that they can endure the Lakers long enough to try to finesse the the Boston Celtics out of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, which I think would be the worst decision Boston can make. In all Agreed. honesty, Agreed. I think I know Anthony Davis is a game changer, right? If Anthony Davis, because they're willing to risk their young core to have Anthony Davis play with Kyrie for one season, and what if what if Anthony Davis is set on LA? Like winning a championship or not, and he set on LA. He set on playing with Brown. He set on how how do you react to that as a Boston Celtic? Like you you see what I was saying? So I don't mm-hmm. I think I think right now well, it most likely would not happen. But if I am the dude, the GM that's about to get fired after this season, you just go for the Lakers bid and you take make sure you get the better of the young stars, which is Kuzma. Make sure you get Kuzma and make sure you get and um, um, what's his name? Um, white folks. Um, Zubat. Freaking Zubat. Just make sure you get the two better young stars. You can get Ingram if you want to, but I don't, don't get Ingram. ball. Shit. I, I want to. I want to get ball. Um, I wouldn't get. I get Ingram because Ingram he'd be a primary. Well, be the third score, but you know Ingram can play make to an extent. He can. You can do a lot of things that help, and he's a lanky defender. 
You need that in the West. But you 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 give them you 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 take that because if they ain't just gonna finesse you, you're not gonna get Jason Jalen Brown is not gonna turn the franchise over. Terry Rozier is not gonna turn the franchise. Gotta be a Hayward, and you gotta take Gordon Hayward's contract. Gordon Hayward would not turn the franchise around. So Danny Ainge is gonna finesse you to the point where you're garbage. So just take the Lakers trade. I don't know why he's they so like against taking a Lakers trade because it's what Anthony. Oh, if that's the case, shouldn't the nigga to Charlotte get all their young assets? Get they draft, what young get assets? Y'all, get they draft picks. Get they get. Every, I'm doing a podcast. Get everything that they supposed to be uh, setting up and whatnot. So that's why I'm like, eh. Just take that. Just take what they take. Take what the Lakers. Do. Just go all in. I want all your little core. Keep everything. Keep every, keep Brian and Stevenson. I want everything else. Like real talk. So that's what I'd do if I was the Laker. Uh, I mean, if I was the GM. So I won't get fired. I won't, you won't get it fired thing. regardless. <laughs> the former commissioner of basketball said he's going to lose Anthony Davis. <laughs> he spoke it into existence. Mm. The former commissioner who previously owned the team said, you're not good doing a good job. You're not doing a good job. <laughs> he said, you're not doing a good job and you're going to lose Anthony Davis. End quote. Man. He ended the quote saying, and you're going to lose Anthony Davis. He didn't throw man. hands with the man. I will find David Stern and I'm whooping his ass, G. I'm sorry, <laughs> G. I'm, I'm, you have to. But I definitely hear your point. Like, if I'm the Pelicans, you want to try to get as much. But at the same time, if you take too much, you're going to end up too good. Or you won't. You have too much not to know what the hell to do with. Because, I'm sorry, if you're going to try to take everything, then I'm going to try to take Drew Holiday off your hands, too. But they don't want to trade you. Exactly. You get so, exactly. You get Drew Holiday because of, that's basically signing your next star. Because of how much exactly, you, I think he Drew makes Drew Holiday much. 72 mil or something like that. Drew Holiday's contract is a five-year, $130 million. And this Whoa. season, he gets paid more. From Yeah, he's getting paid more Anthony Davis. He's getting 20. I think this year he's getting 23 or 25. And I know next season he's making 26. That's borderline. That's near max money, pretty much. Like He didn't get a max, yeah. but it's a near max. No, I wouldn't take that. No one's going to. Uh, if they smart, even though man, I love what's his name, Drew Holiday. I think he's a fantastic player, but no one's gonna take that contract off his hand. You know there yeah, is interest. There's been uh, sources saying that there is interest. It's just the Pelicans do not want to get rid of him yeah. right now, which to me is goofy because you're at a point where you have to rebuild and. Mm-hmm. Like, but man, I don't know about like the the, the next draft class and stuff. Like, exactly, I like it. try you want to get with this draft class because I think they got they pick. They should have they pick. Let me check real quick. But like, this is a really talented draft class, and you can luck out if you're bad enough. You can luck out and get you a top five pick, top five, top six, top seven pick. Mm-hmm. So it's like. 
Because at this point, Anthony Davis is fed up. It's very evident he's fed up. So you have to get something to at least build around youth-wise. So, like, yeah, let me get Ingram and uh, Kuzma to build around. Easy to build around because Lonzo wants no parts of New Orleans at this point, (laughs) which I, I understand why, but at the same time, I don't understand why he feels like that's not a place where he can be the primary point. But I guess he sees Drew Holiday as too much of a ball-dominant player. Alonzo Alonzo is a fantastic player. Don't get me wrong. Nigga not established enough to say what he wants. (laughs) Yeah, that too. He can't go around saying, oh, I don't want to go here, nigga. We don't care. (laughs) It's not like, what, you going to do, have a revenge game against us? Like, nigga, what? Loki, if, if, if Lonzo gets niggas a revenge game, you got to kind of hold that. <laughs> well, I'm about to look up again. Uh, shoot. About to look up if they got their pay. Oh, yeah. New Orleans Pelicans. I'm mad the Saints popped up first. That shows how much basketball matters. Um, <laughs> picks. Let's see. Do they have their pick this year? New Orleans. Trina. Future draft pick status. Yeah, oh, they got uh, their draft pick this year. Yeah, they. Oh, okay, cool. They haven't made no stupid trades in a minute, so they actually have their draft picks for the next few years. So they're in good hands. Whereas, like, you have you can your, take the Lakers pick, even though it's gonna be still a good pick. Exactly. Like, I feel like I and they, I when and I was waiting for us, but we went and talk about this. But like when watch uh, leak. Some one of the offers because people acting like that's the only offer. W- one of the offers, he's they said they they didn't offer no picks yet, and I feel like right now Magic is playing it smart in the sense of like, yeah, I'm gonna give you some picks, of course, nigga, but I want to know what players do y'all want. Exactly. Which is like I feel like if I'm a GM, that's a smart thing. Like I want to know who do you want, and then okay, go ahead and take this first first round pick for the next two years we're not going to need it so cool but at the same time as me as magic i understand why you want to at least try to keep two of your young guys at least two i settle for one i'm saying like but it's only one young guy you should even think about keeping and that's kuzma like everybody else don't make or break that team because you can use Rondo family, and that yeah. will feel ball spot. And Agreed, I mean, but so also Rondo is just as injury prone. Like both your point guards are this, injury this, prone as hell. This, 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 that's true. But like I said, team. But you, you, you do that. Let me see. Hold on, Kevin Hart's thing. You do that. Find another point guard. Brandon Ingram is not something you should even care about, like at all. Honestly. Um. So the only person you should keep about is Kuzma Zubac. You trade him now before he have before he turn around and turn into you know worthlessness before he may not be good anymore. I won't say worthless. He's 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 kind of making it easy where you could kind of say, look, I can possibly keep two of these niggas because Zubac has literally played extraordinary, honestly. But I, I you know. I'm thinking of it as in a sense of go all in now if I can. Because think about if they went all in 
when Paul and George, if they would have gave up Brandon Ingram, if they would have gave up KCP to, to um, because the whole thing is they were trying to keep that young talent at that time too. If I they want to, they didn't want to get up. It was Ingram. Like I think yeah. the Pacers just wanted Ingram. Cause think about it, like all the all the Thunder did was get rid of Oladipo and Sabonis. So if the, all you had to lose was Ingram and KCP, you look goofy. And now you, and it wasn't going to be no one year rent. Like and now he's if Harden didn't have the year that he's having, he wouldn't have been MVP. Like and that's not Paul George would have been the league MVP. If Harton wouldn't have any that's crazy. So you have to go on in. There's like, there's no, there's no, whatchamacallit, there's no uh, defense to that. You have to go all in. I hear you. Like, you have yeah, to go all in, but it's also, if I'm a GM, okay, I it's, it's easy to sit there and say, I give up everything. But mm-hmm. then, if I'm Boston, shit, then Boston's Daniel had to give up everything too. But Danny Ainge, point he's asset look better than the Lakers. That's what everybody. Yeah. The That's what I'm saying. But you getting rid of everything, and now you got to hope to build around a guy who, like, even though this is different, is like, yeah, you, know, you can keep Anthony Davis if you're the Lakers, but. With the Celtics, it's going to be hard. Like, I feel like for the Lakers' sake, because now, because pretty much this season, like, if you get Anthony Davis and you lose everything, you're going to make the playoffs, but you're probably going to get slapped in the first round. Not going to get slapped in the first round. But, but this is the thing. If, if that report, I think, why? If that report is true, saying Clay Thompson is guaranteed, if they let Anthony Davis, Signing to them, Joe. You can't boot. You can't. You can't hold that, Joe. You can't. Like that's not like just like the Knicks. But that's but a lot sure of what ifs. KD. Like that's a lot of what ifs. And like why well, just very accurate a lot of times. But that's a lot of what ifs. And you don't win championships by playing what ifs. You you playing you playing you playing my, play my league right and. And uh, let me see how you you play in my league right now, right? Mm-hmm. and you see you see that a computer want to make a trade. You lose your young set, but you get him. Like you lose team on my. You lose some of that stuff, but you get Michael Jordan. How would you look at your team saying, "Okay, I lost uh, this player. That, I lost Embiid off the bench here. I lost this here. I lost that." But I got MJ playing. Who's your best player playing with my magic? You will, you will, t- who can you? See, that's better You just put two, you just put niggas who can ball next to them, Joe. You can do a lot of, you can do a lot of freaking, a lot of people are about to get away. A lot of people are about to say we don't need you. A lot of people are going to probably want some cash consideration. So you take it. I'm pretty sure the Bulls don't even Jabari. Take Jabari Parker. Like, is you you have are they in a situation where they if they get Anthony Davis they're not fail, and if they do lose in the first round or second round, you're going into free agency with LeBron James, Anthony Davis in LA. 
That's better than Alonzo Ball, Kuzma, Ingram, Joe. That's guaranteed people wanted to sign to you. You can get Kimball. Shoot, Kyrie might tag along. Shoot, who knows? KD might say, you know what? I, I, my, my, my other fingers feel ringless at the moment. <laughs> you take that W, Joe. I'm not, uh, if I was the, you leave that. I'm, if I was the, if I was the, whatchamacallit, I'm not sitting there. Take whatever you want. I would rather pass you. I would be very, very positive in my Matty Johnson impersonation. If I have AD, top five player, LeBron James, number one on my team right now. People are really thinking AD is, is, is the dude is number two in points. Number one in PER. Almost won defensive player of the year last year. Would be in the MVP right now was in the AFC. Like, no, I can't. That's better than a, that's better than all that. Better lose it. Better than Kentucky Skywalk Pope. I hate to say it, but that's better than hot the bench. Like I, it's better than all that. So lose it. Who cares? If you get out the first round, it's a guaranteed Warriors win. It, this is guaranteed. And you hold that. Ain't nobody gonna say nothing to you. Now if you're looking at it since Bron oh that instant streak of making finals and stuff like that. Well, that was going to that. It was that wasn't going to happen this year, regardless. I feel so like all like, uh, to do is the summer plays in a faith. Because guess what? Okay, you don't land big fat free agent. You can land Vucevic. I think Ronnie Hood got a, uh, a free agency coming I don't up. I think Ronnie Hood wants to play. I mean, not Ronnie no Hood. <laughs> What's his name? Um, Chris Middleton got a free agency coming up. Because Milton is going to want a max. And I think the Bucks is going to get that man the max. <laughs> it should be dumb on the Bucks aspect. But this is the thing. Yeah. Hey, Sheba Weaver. But that's what you want. And that's what you get. Like, hey, I, I, Roy. Yeah. How are we supposed to get one of I'm waiting to that stop drop. So, like, yeah. I'm going for it. 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 That's what I'm saying. You, just like the Pelican GM, if you stay no, like you gonna get fired. If I was, if I'm looking, I'm, if I'm Genie Bus right now, dude, and if I ain't get a guarantee from Kyrie or Ka- Kawhi Leonard or something, they shot me a text saying, "Oh, I'm for sure coming in." God your agency, you get fired. Just that simple, and. Magic said he will quit if he don't deliver. So, so the ball is in his court, G. Because I think Anthony Davis is the reason they can get another big free agent to go with the ball. But hey, I don't know, Chris. You said you said you're around keep talking. No, you're, you're taking what. Then, this is what I'm trying to say. Anthony Davis is let, 26. He's okay, let, hear me out. Damn. So. This is my point. I understand why he wants to try to keep one or at least two of them. Solely because you need young talent to build around. They, they, if anything, like, okay, if you keep Lonzo, you have literally probably the perfect point guard to play with both Bron and Anthony Davis. You keep Kuzma, you have your guaranteed third option. That's what I'm saying. So you got to weigh out the options of, like, which ones do you want to keep? If you want to keep, if you can keep one. 
Because like, if you give up all of them, it's like it's kind of like damn, you just gave up at least potential role players for a big two of AD and LeBron, just in case you don't get another superstar in the in the free agents. So you have. Yeah, Ball can be literally probably the perfect point guard for that team. If you keep if you keep Ball, if you can't keep Ball, able to keep Kuzma, hey, you have a your third option who on top of it has potential to be an all-star level player just like honestly I feel like Lonzo can be an all-star level player too. And uh but Kuzma has all-star level player screaming on him as well. If you can't keep them two, okay. Please, uh, this is unfortunate, but I have Brandon Ingram, and look, based off his, he has probably the biggest ceiling uh, between Lonzo and Kuzma. So it's like, if I could at least keep Ingram, I'm satisfied solely because it's like, look, he can do what both of them can do, in a way, if that makes sense. Like, he can't playmate like Lonzo, but he can playmate, he has potential to be a really good playmaker. And he cannot be like a god level score that Kuzma can possibly be, but he has potential to be a really good score. And with Ingram, he doesn't necessarily have blatant weaknesses. I feel like it's more like he can get really ISO heavy, but he does a lot of stuff good when it comes to Ingram. So it works perfectly in a situation where it's like, hey, like we got this guy here, he can do everything. So. And at the end of the day, I feel like Josh Hart shot himself in the foot. So he's I think he's stuck there no matter what at this point. Like that's stuck with Josh Hart. Like that man, that dude had the that dude won Summer League MVP, had mugs thinking like, oh yeah, Josh Hart gonna be perfect for this team. Nick's been ass. <laughs> I I I went, this is part of our uh tour of we were wrong. I was wrong about Josh Hart. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Josh Hart. Maybe this will help. Maybe I'm putting good spirits out for you, bro. I was sorry. I'm sorry, Josh Hart. I'm sorry. I was right. Julius Edelman got, got Super Bowl. He deserves it. Because yeah, literally, yeah. he was the only one he that came out to play. Yards. Hey, he deserves it, man. He was the only one to come out and play. So shout out to my, uh, Julian Edelman. And also uh, beating a system of being a Patriot that can suspend it and proceeds to win the Super Bowl and MVP. MVP. Shout out to him, man. <laughs> so, so shout out to him. Uh, but that's my oh, point. Wait, but wait, for niggas keeping up with 21. Oi, governor. <laughs> Gee. <laughs> you finally found out my secret, eh? <laughs> Gee, I saw that one and I almost threw my phone, G. <laughs> I saw that and I almost threw my phone. I was like, G. Right, Go ahead, bro. But, oh, my God, G. But, yeah, that, but that's my point of, like, you want to at least – Try to keep at least one because, for one, LeBron only has four years left. So it's like, um, yeah, what, well, yeah, three years because after this season be three years. After this season he has three years left, and I know LeBron's retiring after this contract. So you want to have something with a thirty-year-old Anthony Davis to play with because it's never guaranteed. What, like I said, basketball is so weird. It runs in a five-year cycle at this point. In five years, you don't know what your team could possibly look like or how the league could possibly look like. So you want to at least keep a young guy just in case, if anything. That's my thing. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you could throw him everything, but then you have no youth. 
and I feel like that's what I feel like that's one thing I will say I respect Cleveland for. They were like, "Look, we we traded away youth. We even though they kept Tristan Thompson, and I would say Tristan Thompson's been hooping all season. It's just that team sucks ass. But Cleveland, they traded Kyrie just so they can have some type of a future. Because when LeBron left Miami, they left them with shit. You left them with shit. So for Miami, Dwayne Wade was like, "Supposed to do," <laughs> and literally, they, and Chris Bosh got buck buck clots. That man literally, that man got a, got re up, got the max, and literally kept getting blood clots. And prayers for uh, for Chris Pop, Chris Bosh. Sorry, Chris Bosh, because literally that's very sad because he was playing some really good ass basketball, really good ass basketball. And that happened to him. So, and it sucks that his career was literally ended so abruptly. But Chris Bosh is going to be a Hall of Famer regardless. But the point of it all is, is just that you you want to have something to build around post-LeBron besides Anthony Davis. You want something young with Anthony Davis to be like. So, during these Bron years, you have that young guy... And when it's time for Anthony Davis to be like, okay, do I want to spend the rest of my career with, with the Lakers? That young guy developed a bond with Anthony Davis. Is like, come on, man. You saw what we did with Brian. We can continue doing that. And we can lure somebody else to replace LeBron. We can probably lure Zion freaking out of New York or Chicago, bro. Come on. So that's why I encourage the thought of – Clay Thompson's 28. Clay Thompson just wants – yeah, I understand Clay that. Thompson Clay Thompson is 28. And he will be 33. And he's already not the most athletic guy. So, Clay Thompson Clay at Thompson 33. So, you mean – You're not hearing – you're looking you, – they hear me out. That's what I'm saying. Somebody young in the sense that it's 20 and 23. So, when they're in their 30s – because, literally, you can still get Clay Thompson and still have one of the young guys. It's not hurting nothing. It's not. It's nothing wrong with having either Ball, Ingram, or Kuzma there with these niggas to learn to grow. So when LeBron is out, yes, you have AD and possibly Clay, but you also have either Ball or Ingram or Kuzma to play with, or literally be like, and by then be that leader, face of the franchise. Because by thirty, by age 32, 33, Clay's still gonna probably be one of the greatest shooters ever. But at the same time. He won't be able to run through screens, and plus he still can't dribble. So it's like Clay at thirty three is gonna be literally unless he meets Ray Allen and literally goes through the Ray Allen workout plan of you don't ever age. Then be my guest. But Clay loves to party, and he looks in no homo. He he looks wide at times. So literally, come on now. <laughs> Like Clay at thirty three isn't gonna be the same as like a Ray Allen at thirty three, if that makes sense. So, and my biggest and literally thought clicked in my mind that literally Clay at thirty three might literally be a super discount Paul Pierce, and that scares me. And I'm not gonna root for a discount Paul Pierce. I'm not. But besides, don't the ever fact, call Clay this Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce <laughs> discount Clay. 
Don't ever do that. Okay? <laughs> you disrespect the greatness of this podcast. How dare you? <laughs> Sound like but, Paul Pierce going to be on top. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm here. Paul, what, hold on, man. That's what I'm here. You know, I don't got the soundbite right for it right now. But the point of the matter is, fuck Paul Pierce. But my point is, you want one of them. It's cool. Like, if I have to get rid of two of the... Because at this point, they in, they include Zubak and Monks, the young guys. Zubak took Josh Hart's job of being the young guy. Think about that. So, if I have to lose... Mm-hmm. One of the if I have to lose three of the four, I feel like Zubak's going regardless because you get Anthony Davis out the deal. Zubak's going regardless. You have to involve Zubak in that trade. But if you can at least keep, I mean, try to keep Ball or Kuzma or uh, Ingram, you have something to build with the rotation of possibly Clay still being there and Anthony Davis. The what if the biggest what if is Clay at the end of the day because like yeah you get Anthony Davis but I feel like it doesn't guarantee because like Mugs thoughts change because people said Clay was taking a pay cut and now he don't want to take a pay cut so what it is Clay but the point of my matter is you want something that is at this point because it's guaranteed that Anthony Davis is going to be a Laker whether it's going to be this uh, February seventh or goddamn this summer he's going to be a Laker but. You want something for Anthony Davis to have post the LeBron era because you don't want Anthony Davis to feel like, oh, shit, I won championships, but now I'm back in New Orleans, but just with sunny weather and no swamps. That's, That's still better than being anywhere else. But you Because wherever you, Anthony Davis goes, that same thing going to happen. Like, if NBA Davis leave and go down to, if he get a one-year or no matter what, the Pelicans is just in a corner to trade him to the Lakers, you're not going to be able to keep Kuzma when his restricted free agency come up. You're not going to be able to keep, keep Ball. You're not going to be able to keep none of the young, the young stars don't want money, too. It depends. Like, it, I hear you, but also that's why I'm saying it makes no sense for New Orleans to get them either because you can't keep all three. But I have to feel like it's but possible they for them the, all through the trade ass. But, like this, but it, it helps New Orleans. So then you, you're flipping young talent just to flip because you can't sign them. If that's the case. Then you shouldn't have asked all, all four because then now you're wasting time. And know, then man. if I'm Dale Demps, I'm definitely getting fired because I can't keep what I just traded for. You look like the Bulls. Okay. You look like the Bulls. No, the Knicks. You couldn't keep the young talent that you got for. So, and like it's plus it's the Lakers. They they don't care going over the luxury tax just to keep a young piece. And plus, like and like the only one I feel like that's going to command like a ridiculous amount of money between Ball Kuzma and uh Ingram is Ingram. Like Kuzma, unless he develops into a god body defender on top of score. Then I'll be concerned. And Lonzo, I feel like he with money, as long as he gets paid because Big Baller Brand still makes money. So like he's good. I feel like he's not like he's gonna get a decent they're gonna get decent money. But I feel like but the Lakers can easily go over the luxury tax because it's their players at the end of the day. So 
like I feel like they don't care. It's LA and they got money to spend. And Magic Johnson literally has secured aid, so he gets money off that alone. So um, yeah, you can get. So yeah, but so the point of the matter at this point is where like do you see Anthony Davis getting traded by the seventh? Ah, uh, yes and no. That Bronx really mysterious. It was super mysterious. So and just I, case, it's, like the Lakers have to make for the trade with something, cause that ain't gonna that ain't that that's we gonna make the AC to get swept by the Warriors team right there, Joe. Really don't like they make take them to seven if healthy. I can see the Lakers take them to seven if healthy. They have to be fully healthy. But like I said, they want to get as soon as possible. You want to get out the eight seven seed. You want to get six. No, you don't even want to go against OKC. Fuck that. You want to get to yeah, five. Sure. You don't. You <laughs> want to get to five. You don't want to see OKC. Paul George No, like, no, like. Don't play on me. Come on, man. We can play around. But yeah, man. No. Uh, give me AD. Give me AD. <laughs> Like, yeah, like you, you fail because you don't want another, don't want another what you call the situation. You don't want another situation in which um he don't uh that person ends up going to another team and stand. You which don't. I feel like it's not going to happen because I you, feel like this no, is the no, X factor. I hear, I hear you, I hear you, but this is the X factor. Rich Paul. Is that man's agent and Rich Paul is not going to allow Anthony Davis to sign long term anyway because Rick, this is the same guy that literally made life hell for the Suns just to sign Eric Bledsoe. He made Cleveland give Tristan Thompson eighty five million dollars. So Rich Paul can have his way, and Rich Paul wants him in L.A. So he's going to get to LA. Like Rich Paul is well in, and, I, and this is one thing I feel like Anthony oh. Davis isn't like Paul George, where he's going to let Danny Ainge and a bunch of Yakubians no. tie his ass up, or or even got. I don't even know any other team that's willing to trade on, on that has the assets. Like I heard the Nuggets, but nigga, the Nuggets can keep mellow, so I'm not even concerned. Um, or Iggy. Like they signed niggas and traded for niggas and couldn't keep them. So but I heard other teams said they get and flip them. Like, like if you're gonna do like, the same thing. Yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be pressed to flip them. Like, like if I'm like imagine if you're the because like you're gonna lose you pick them up. Okay, now you got the rental. Like nigga, now you you you, you know he's leaving. Like if he like if it's the, like that's why. I, like the Knicks threw themselves out the window once they traded Porzingis, because I was going to be essential to that trade. Um, if I'm New Orleans, so like I hear the Nuggets and I'm like, nigga, if I'm the Pelicans, if you're not giving me Jokic, fuck you. Literally, if if, if it's not Jokic, I'm hanging up the phone. I'm yeah. not taking like, well, yeah, I take Jamal. I mean Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, but as soon as you say the name Paul Millsap, f you. I'm hanging up the phone. No, no, 
I already have pretty much the be- dude that's going to be better, Julius Randle. Because literally, I feel like they're the same player, but Julius Randle just has a little bit more swag in his game. So, so like, if I'm the Nuggets, F you, hang up the phone. And the only other team that I would listen to, and this is a very evil thing if this happens, the Golden State Warriors pick up the phone. Here's Boogie. Yeah. Here's Clay. Here's Draymond. And here's yeah. freaking Jordan Bale. Fuck it. If I'm yeah, Dale I'm Dips, that. If I'm Dale Dimps, you better take that. That would be the most evil thing that would, <laughs> the Golden State Warriors could ever do. But, and I'll feel bad for Boogie. <laughs> but, if I'm, like, gee, I won't be shocked if like they the only other team. Like at this point, it's the Lakers or Bus. It's Lakers or Bus at this point, and that's just my thing. But I feel like it's. It, I'm like sixty percent sure the trade happens before the de- the deadline. I'm sixty percent sure at this point it's going to happen. It's too quiet. Yeah, it's too quiet, and then that LeBron tweet is a little scary because that means he knows things. He knows things. Uh, so moving on, uh, let's go into our All Star thing. So, shout out to your mom, G. That's a savage right there. That's G. not mom. That's not my brother's sister. Oh, it's screaming, man. But anyway, so before we get into our All Star thing, I just want to say this. If you heard the begin as you was listening to the beginning of the episode, I played a certain sound clip. That was Rudy Gobert, seven foot tall, stifle tower, crying like a bitch over not making the all-star game. And yes, I know I said he was crying like a bitch. Forgive me for that if you are PC and of the sort. But at the same time, this is an exhibition game where nobody plays defense until two minutes left. And even then, the players on the court are the starters. I'm sorry, Rudy Gobert, but nobody wants to see your brand of basketball. At the all-star game. You are a defensive player of the year winner. Take that. You are going to be in the Hall of Fame regardless. You might make an all-star game or two on a slow year or if Anthony Davis sprains his pinky finger that day. So, literally, you will make all-star games, G. So, it's like, G, this is not a crying matter. I understand your mom, but your mom is bogus as hell, G, because, it's, she, G, if she didn't cry when, god dang, the Rockets gave you 45 a quarter on your head top, you should have been crying then. When P.J. Tucker was putting you in the blender during a, uh, that that series, G, you got to hold that. When Clint Capella was getting rebounds as if as if his name was god dang Charles Barkley, you got to hold that. the Warriors beat No, that was, no, the Rockets would beat him. Yeah, the Rockets did. Wait, yeah, was, the, the Rockets didn't go. Yeah, the Rockets beat. No, the Rockets beat them. Mm, okay. It was it was the Rockets because I remember it was the Rockets because the Warriors uh, sent AD home. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, the Rock. It's funny how the Rockets kind of had the more tougher time in the playoffs <laughs> last year, but that's a different conversation in itself. But the point of it all is Rudy Gobert. Nigga, this is Snoop Dogg has something to say. Nigga, you's a bitch. <laughs> so, G, it's an all-star game, G. Nobody else is crying, G. It's an all-star game. And and Mrs. Gobert, Miss Gobert, 
I don't know why you put that pressure on your son, but that man is a defensive player of the year winner. He took it from Anthony Davis, but he is going to win multiple of those. Those are the things that he's playing for. Not all-star games, not freaking – well, that's only – not all-star games, but defensive player of the year and championships. You know, he's not going to see that. But at the same time, he has bigger things to be worried about than a goddamn exhibition game where niggas do 360 dunks just because <laughs> – it looks nice. Hey man, it's a different type of, You said what? It's a different type of all star. It's more competitive. Until well, you're right. Yeah, you're right. In the fourth quarter, it's it gets competitive. But well, do I want to see Rudy Gobert on the floor? Because then it becomes a challenge of who's going to dunk on Rudy Gobert during the third quarter. That's literally yeah. what's going to become. Because I saw it before. Westbrook does it every year where he tries to dunk on somebody. So it's like, I don't want to see that. I don't. I don't want to see wasted efforts of what could have been a beautiful 360 between the legs from Paul George. When, But instead, I see Westbrook gunning down the court just to dunk on Rudy Gobert. I don't. It's not fun. It's not fun to see. That's all I got to say in regards to that. But Rudy Gobert, stop. Thank you. That is all. And if you don't also... uh get a technical flagrant foul on Draymond Green once again. Nigga, you's a bitch. So, with that note being said, please, next time you play the Warriors, if you don't slap that nigga, nigga, you's a bitch. That is all. But moving on um, to the fact that we now have our all-star reserves, we can actually do the all-star teams. And at this moment, we're going to have fun. And me and Daytrail would do the, uh, pick be, pick the teams. So I'm LeBron. He's a Greek freak. I I feel like LeBron gets the first pick because he had the most votes. So mm-hmm. let me pull up the rosters as a whole so I know who I'm picking. Uh, All star rosters. Let's see. Oh. All right, here we go. All-star game starters and reserves. I hate that. That one looks like I just need a list. Oh, yeah. And, uh, shout out to D-Wade and Dirk Nowinski getting in the all-star game, too. <laughs> shout out to them. All right. Legacy. The legacy. The legacy uh-huh. picks. <laughs> Literally. Shout out to Adam Silver, though. That was a good idea, He's though. That way... That way, we niggas don't feel forced to vote for D-Wade or Dirk. Which they did, but force like those legacy p- type players into all star games. It's like now if if it's a person's there, you can pick. They're there automatically, so I'm fine with mm-hmm. this. All right, so uh, I'm ready when you are. So, so yeah. all right, so I'm LeBron. I'm picking KD first. And with the oh. I will seek Stefan Curry of the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> All right. So, let's see here. Uh, and I'm going to pick my boy Kyrie, man. So, <laughs> you my new, that's my Kyrie. friend, G. Kawhi. Kawhi? 
Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. All right, cool. I, and let's see. Let's see. I'm going to go and be. I'm going to go and be, man. I am going. The guy who locked you down. <laughs> Kevin Durant. I have KD already. You do? Oh, you pick KD? Yeah, I pick KD I, first. The guy who wished he locked in the 2000 and something East. Paul Joy. <laughs> All right. Uh, damn. 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 Uh, let's go James Harden. Fuck it. Uh, you left with... Ki- I think you left with Kimba automatically. <laughs> All right. So, the reserves are next. So, I think... You- no, they say a Greek freak get the first pick with the reserves. So, you, you go ahead and pick for your reserves. Uh, you know what? I'm going to let you... Oh, okay. Uh, uh, give me Westbrook. <laughs> that's right. a LeBron. That's legit who LeBron is going to pick. It is. So, so, not lying to me. Yeah, so. Uh, and. You know what? Let's go Anthony Davis, future teammate right there. <laughs> Give me God darn you the heart. <laughs> Man, he's just so like you know, Give me a God darn he's just <laughs> waggle his players a little bit, bro. After you pick after you pick Westbrook and it's like Oh, uh, I gotta get my teammate middle. Oh, you going middle ten. All right, cool. Yeah, I got to get the teammate. All right, then I'm going Ben Simmons. Fuck. Uh, forget Ben Simmons. Oh, give me a card in the town because you said he wasn't going to make the top. Big facts. I did say that. All right. Then I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Well, it's LeBron, D Wade. <laughs> got to get my boy. He got to get your boy. You getting Dirk? All right, you're knocking that out the way already. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'ma go get. Let's see. Let's go. I'ma go ahead and get D'Lo. Uh, give me Lamarcus. Damn, Lamarcus is gonna be not gonna be the last. All right, shout out to Lamarcus. <laughs> Let's see. Let's go. I'm gonna go ahead and get Jokic. Give me a splash. I'm gonna take Clay. Let's see. Give me. Damn. <laughs> I guess Ooh. I'll take Kyle Lowry. <laughs> ah. Is Damien Little off? Nah, Dame is still there. Yeah, the. But... I'm trying to think as LeBron as possible. I don't think LeBron would have got Dame. <laughs> LeBron would have not got Dame. Uh, damn. So the last two. Wait, are we on the last two players? I think. No. Wait. Bradley Bill is still a team. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, so us leaving the last two is Vukovic and uh, Blake Griffin. <laughs> oh, give me Big Blake. Right, Big Blake. Blake. And then LeBron takes Vukovic. <laughs> I can't believe Vukovic. It's weird. Like, he might actually be the last pick, G. I feel bad for him, yeah. G. Right, he made all. He did. He did make an all star team. G. <laughs> so. Damon Lillard legit cried. Yeah, he, he, did, he did cry years ago, too. <laughs> he didn't actually cry, but he bitched his way in. So. Like, Nick. Yeah. Wait, man. So, and but Watch so. Watch that dog, too. Mm. So. You better hope she don't eat that chicken. Mm. Hope not, cause uh, that's gonna be a sad sight. I don't want that no dog. So, Team LeBron would be my assumption that Team LeBron would be KD, Kyrie, Embiid, and Harden, with Anthony Davis, Ben Simmons, D Wade, D'Lo, Jokic, Kyle Lowry, Bradley Beal. And Vukovic and Greek Freak will be Curry, Kawhi, PG, and Kimba. Damn, ain't no. And B's really the only center <laughs> in the starting lineup, G. But uh, Westbrook. Greek Freak. Well, Greek Freak is more like a damn power forward, but. I, yeah, but he started. Yeah, you're right. He will start at center. Um, So Curry, Kawhi, PG, Kimba, Westbrook, Middleton, Cat, Dirk. Marcus, Clay, Dame, and Blake. On paper, I feel like LeBron's going to win, but at the same time, oh. on paper, yeah. on paper, just because you got the game winning, bro. Any time KD is guaranteed to win, a teammate is rest. That's like, true. Guaranteed. Like, yeah. Man, that's too many picks. But I don't blame him if you think he's. Personally, uh, I think that's the people he, he's always going to pick. Less, uh, which him call it, and I doubt if that be his first pick. Is, uh, KD is always I, who knows if KD actually first choice. For if I'm LeBron, if I don't pick KD first, you don't crack. You pick Curry if you. That too, but that would be fun. That would be fun. Same team. I know. Like, if, yeah. if LeBron picks Steph first, I feel like that would be fun to watch. Yeah. That would be a lot more fun. Different. It would be different, but fun to watch. Yeah. Especially <laughs> if he picks Kyrie afterwards, too. <laughs> but, yeah, that would be interesting if he actually picks him. But I feel like outside of – Yeah, I feel like this is about be as accurate as it's going to get, probably. Like, the only thing I feel like would be, I wouldn't be surprised if Jokic ends up on a Greek Freak scene. Uh, yeah. That was more of me being like, you know what, fuck it. He's there. You like Jokic. Yeah. And plus, he's literally a, a white, oversized version of LeBron. So. <laughs> All right. So, let's move on to wrestling for this week. How many minutes are we in into this? Oh, one. Oh, we good. We well on time. But anyway, so post Royal Rumble, Raw and SmackDown. But before that, let's go into Dean Ambrose and these supposedly that he is leaving the company after Mania. And for 
a lot of people they believe it's legit because but at the same time i feel like it's not legit because why is wwe being so vocal and very upright about a talent of this magnitude leaving the company especially after mania and you and he's consistently on tv putting on matches like he's featured on tv like he's consistently there on top of it so for me it's very shocking that wwe would just outright say he's a like he's not going to be with the company don't plan on resigning no matter the amount of money you wop the bam i feel like it's a work i strongly believe this is a work and i'm definitely going to tune in on raw because it's interesting to see how they're going to handle this because it has to be a work because you just it's not wwe to do this the way he after the long and before the Nia Jax, like you did that, unless he's like extremely professional, like that'll come off as a person who's leaving. But you know, I think about it. I, this is a situation where you know, we, we could really be wrong with saying that he's because you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. leaving to another wrestling company. Who knows? It's like Wade Barrett left on terms. Wade Barrett just didn't want to wrestle anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and plus he kept getting hurt, so he had to think about yeah. his body in it. So, so like it could definitely, but like when you think about it, like it could possibly be him saying, you know, uh, I've just had a rest so it's it's not gonna be that much um it's not gonna be that much uh, uh you know i don't want i don't want to like i don't want that sound bad but um he might not be that prominent a uh, baby face he might be that prominent as a freaking heel though so he's just looking at it, stuff can be him him leaving um and I, I do leave. I don't want to see Dean leave. Um, I do think he's awesome as what, you know what he is now. I think he. I just enjoy Dean, but who knows? Who the heck? Knows? I don't know. It's it's gonna be scary. Yeah. Not scary in a sense of. We- Cause niggas already, I, I knew this was gonna be the bane of my existence, bro. But niggas chant to AEW. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be the bane, bro. I knew it. But let me tell you something, this man is the Danny Angel. The niggas can't wrestle, so he does that to dilute, you know, the talent, keep from rusty. You can't wrestle. Oh yeah, yeah bro. All right, fans already about him. So when he come in and go, oh, DNM, and then he just automatically saw his god darn, his, um, his whatchamacallit, his, um, his, his, his buzz and stuff like that because you haven't seen him for years. Like, mm-hmm. it was kind of the same thing with CM Punk. All he wants to know well, why the heck he left. And then he went into the UFC, he got beat the crap by two days. Now we don't care what CM Punk is. I don't know if you know, it ain't, you know. But, 
I don't know. Uh, when, you know, with a tail, tail um, acts of fun, it could be like one, which I still think, like, as a wrestler, one, as a wrestler fans, I got a god darn son is not about to spend all his father's money on wrestling, G. Mm-hmm. He's not to be said that. So, it's not like you're going to be able to get Brock left. No, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. That, that's, they just, that's probably the most head-ass thing rumor that has came up since AEW has become existent is that AEW is in the running to get Brock Lesnar. Do you understand that even though like us, that we give Brock Lesnar a hard time, it's not because, it's not as he doesn't, he doesn't put, he puts on good matches when he chooses to, but it's the fact that we don't see, he chooses to be there when he wants to be. That's the knowing thing about Brock Lesnar. Like, it's when he wants to be. It's his rules when he wants it to be. That's the annoying thing about Brock Lesnar. But at the same time, if Brock Lesnar was to be pop up at least at least 60% of the year, I would have a problem with Brock Lesnar having the belt. But he doesn't. He pops up less than 25% of the year. With the belt on top of it, I say so, once a month. If a big pay, you know, when you uh, say that again, you uh, you break it up. up. I said probably so probably like one he shows like real time, and even then, <laughs> even <laughs> then, it's like it's more like a I'm here, and if it's not a major pay per view, he's not going to be there. So it's like mm-hmm. bye. So that's why I say twenty five percent of the dates, but um, but yeah, like, but you think you can get Brock Lesnar? No, it don't work that way. I'm sorry, where's my, where's that Triple H uh, sound bite? Hold on, Booker. I, I I think you're a little bit confused about your role in life here. I think you're a little bit confused. The Young Bucks and Cody Rose is confused if they think they can get Brock Lesnar. I don't give a damn. <laughs> like, gee, I'm sorry. You're not. You're not. Settle for Kenny Omega. Settle for him. Be happy. Turn him into y'all. God of all God. Ting and all of that. And be happy. Because you can't even. Well, pretty much the payroll of all the talent that they're going to have is literally going to cost Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar gets paid a million just to show up. Just to show up. And that's on a regular TV Raw, I'm sure. Think about that, man. Think about that. Do you have a million just to give? Because the freaking owner gave a million to Blake Bortles. I mean, gave freaking $50 million to Blake Bortles. So he doesn't just have money to spend. He doesn't. So, I'm sorry. Nah, that ain't gonna happen. But... If you have common sense, you knew that. But some of these AEW stands really getting out of hand. It's either no, WWE or UFC with that man. Or it's far. Like, why would he? Like, that's 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 the thing that blows me off. Like, why would he to minor league? Yeah, like, why? Like, I don't know. 
That makes no sense. Like, and the I thing is, it, hey, come on, man. Seriously, hey. come on, man. Right. Like, I wasn't gonna say to the. Oh, okay. I thought you. I, oh, you you got cut out, and I heard something uh, else. So sorry, but. Like Manny Machado. Well, anyway, so, but the point of the matter is, AEW even has to prove itself if they even worth Brock Lesnar even looking at a text from them niggas before he even <laughs> thinks about y'all. You are you even worthy of texting Brock Lesnar in his bank account? <laughs> That's the thing. Are you worthy of that? Yes, you got Chris Jericho. That's fine. But Chris Jericho is the point of his career where he can do whatever the hell he wants. And, and oh, when it's all... Chris... Wait, you, you got cut off when you started. I'm sorry. I got to say this. Chris Jericho is over at this moment. Literally. Over freaking rated. At this point of his career, at, right? Yeah. Okay, at just making sure because I'm going to say... He's not putting on... Fa- Look at what you're saying. He- at best, and it had to be at peak. He's not, putting on, he's not going to revolutionize. He had a freaking cruise, and that's it, yo. He had the list, and it was funny. When he had the list, it wasn't like the goddamn list and did great match. It was just a list. And yeah, that's just it. That's just it. And they pop for it. Like, Chris Jericho is going around making better. He literally left the WWE probably. Like, this goddamn Arabian dude could get vicious man. He's old. That's another situation. You know, we get mad. We push the old star studio. You know. But guess what? If you think the goddamn the goddamn world title tag team between Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, and goddamn Cody Rhodes the whole entire time when Cody Rhodes get done recover from his goddamn surgery. So, so Chris Jericho overrated. Over freaking rated. Currently, I'm tired. Currently. At the current number, Chris Jericho is a bona fide Hall of Fame. Watch champ. Love him. When the grass race, you can make an argument top 10. You my top five. At the moment, I don't know. I ain't going to put it. I'm going to put top five on spot Chris Jericho. But as of the moment, he's extremely overrated, Joe. Extremely. Uh, I, I live by that. Mm. But yeah, so the point of it all is AEW has a lot to prove if they even gonna be better than for one, you have to you have to prove yourself against impact. You have to start low. And I'm not yeah. saying impact is bad because impact like from the clips that I've seen, cause like probably signing with Twitch is probably the best thing that impact has done. Because yeah. like at least it's a little bit more accessible. If I'm bored I could go watch. I could probably watch some highlights or something like that. But they and they do a good job on their Twitter showing best parts of stuff. So like, I follow their Twitter page and it's like from what I see, it's very solid right now for what they got going on. It's very solid and they have their own identity. It seems like develop your identity. You said what? You said what? to walk off but the point of the matter is what i'm trying to say is that aew has to prove itself against its peers of impact new japan ring of honor 
and all of them first before you can sit here and try to get me to think you can compete with WWE from jump. Just because you have a billionaire, you can dig into a billionaire's pockets don't mean you're going to prosper. And having that mindset of trying to compete with WWE is what's going to kill you as a company. That's why I respect New Japan and Ring of Honor because they don't want no parts of WWE. They separate themselves from, from them and do their own thing. And Impact realized it so much later, but right now they're benefiting so much from it because they just said, you know what? It's no point of trying to compete with Vince McMahon. It's stupid at this point. The man is a freaking billionaire among billionaires, G. Like literally, he's he's literally in. He could buy them. He could buy any wrestling company if he wants, as he cho so cho chooses. But at the same time, he chooses not to. But the point of the matter is, stop trying to compete with WWE. Learn from learn from what Impact did. Develop your own thing. Figure something out and go from there. Don't, literally, you have compete with Impact, Ring of Honor, and New Japan. Those should be your your competition. Leave WWE the hell alone. Let them do their own thing. That's that's all I really want them to understand. At the end of the day, that's that's just all I want AEW to understand. Your competition should not be WWE. It should be Ring of Honor and honestly, let's start small. Impact. <laughs> it, literally, Impact. Work your but way up. Then you the competition into. Well, that's a Care, man. Like, it's it not what it is. You can't. They so they sign. They don't have a star yet. Cause Jericho's not a what? Kenny Omega's not established in the global. He only established Japan and the hardcore wrestling. Like, let's keep it real. It's right now. It's not a um. Oh, too much. So what? My controller probably my charger, mm. and I it just I just got this thing. Go ahead, talk, Chris, because I'm about to start screaming. Mm. Yeah. But the point of everything is just stick, start small, then work your way up to the big dogs. Don't be like learn from TNA is probably the greatest thing you could ever do. You're your own competition. Work from there. That's my point. But moving yeah. on, that's going to uh this weekend raw and smackdown so post rumble stuff so raw was pretty exciting um pretty much uh seth rollins is pretty much your boy now so uh, oh, i don't yeah. know if you heard that. yeah i was about to actually say that yeah he's he's actually legit injured that's nothing to do with what brock lesnar did to the man but she'll shout out to brock lesnar for not hurting him but he took that those bumps injured but he's gonna be out a month but which is perfect because literally he you want to try to keep him as healthy as possible. And plus, it's not like Seth Rollins is a is an injury prone wrestler. Like he does a good job staying in good shape and all of that and take care of himself. So you said what? I was saying anything. Yeah, he's so. just unlucky. Yeah, it was just an unlucky uh, injury. Like it, it is what it is. But it, like I said, it could be worse. And the fact that they said sit him out him like well he's gonna be on TV. But he's not going to work no matches and nothing physical. Like, they're really being very careful with this, which is very shocking on WWE's end. But 
that shows how much they have invested in Seth Rollins. But uh, Raw opened up with Seth Rollins. Well, uh, Seth Rollins op- talked about winning and pretty much he's going to go against Brock, which was a no-brainer, of course. And I feel like one of the best moments of Raw was, uh, for one, it was the saddest moment, but also the best moment. Seeing Ronda Rousey get so fl- frustrated, flustered by that crowd, a, a Phoenix, Arizona crowd, where <laughs> she literally could not hold her own, and then they had to send Becky Lynch to help save her. Yeah, that. I'm talking all comment on that bad promo. Like that says a lot. It do. And it made me sit back and think like Rhonda needs other people to carry her in promos badly. Like it's like she can't go out there alone. And which is bad because that means that's more work on Becky to have to help carry her through this whole selling this match and all of that. And by the way, this is supposed to be a main event, by the way, which is why I'm not shocked that Charlotte is going to get involved and will this will be a triple threat match because Becky can't carry this alone. Like, Ronda is, yes, is easily the second biggest star on the company in terms of just, like, notoriety and who, who the person is. But so, like, you're going to need your two best female workers to help carry your goddamn star of the company. So, which is unfortunate, but shout out to Becky Lynch and Charlotte because y'all got a lot of carrying to do between uh, February 3rd going into uh, Mania's on what? April? Yeah. April end of March. Cause they yeah. change, I feel like they change it. I gotta look it up real quick. Uh, let me I see. think another WWE is to have playing a face role any mm-hmm. like real talk. Yeah, have her play a face role. Yeah, Mania is he, April seventh, so two months from now. Yeah, have her playing a face role is is it, it, it don't hurt her because she she is a heel. Um, and it's not because she has a make her a badass face like a like. Like kind of like a, like a bitch, but like, but like a bitch where it's like, like a Stephanie McMahon as a face. You, if you get what mm-hmm. I'm saying, like a bitch, but you you like her. You like, she's relatable. It's like she's a bitch when she has to, but she'll beat your ass. If you like, that sounds easy, but I guess not. So. But yeah. Uh- Ah, I I know you just gotta have a saying, you know, be Brock Lesnar in a sense. I don't have to wrestle. I'm better. You you be the you be what people think Brock Lesnar. I'm better than everybody. I have to wrestle every man if I don't. You get people annoyed like that instead of uh, you know being Ronda Rousey. You know, I think people are gonna love Ronda Rousey regardless. I mean, like, Spark love Ronda Rousey regardless. She's all about her. But, like, you know how she at a damn can be one of the best heels in the company, even though she plays face a lot? It's because it comes off better her as 
a spoiled brat as a somebody who who's Rick Flair's coattails at the moment. So mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey, what I do is, uh, these women here ain't got nothing on me. But you have fault chick, you know, you got slapped. And I think that's what they're staring away from. Is trying not to mention the men and women and stuff because mm-hmm. you know that hurts like Brock. He got speed back came on. You don't see what big as it is now, and he wasn't as, as big as mm-hmm. as Ronda Rousey. So him him losing the cane and reason he came back to the league because he got that's what you would call it. that's lightweight compared to what she what what, what Ronda Rousey. So uh, I she just need to be healed. I thought I would, but I healed. But I see I do is say when my mouth go when my mouth when my hand goes go shut just. Made the crowd annoyed by you. Take exactly. lessons from Nia Jack. Apparently, she's the most hated guy in the world. So just take lessons from her. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. But yeah, I definitely agree. So, but it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, also, that Raw also started kicking off the uh, women's tag team qualify. I mean, the women's tag team championship qualifying matches for the elimination chamber. Uh, uh-huh. So far, let me let me look at the winners again. I feel yeah. So Liv Morgan, the, uh, and, the winners, are people. You said what? The people who's gonna be in it. Are- oh, they already picked everybody. Yeah. They got leaked. <laughs> I think WWE. Um, you got I can name it off the top of my Go head. Ahead. Iconics, of course. Shasha Bailey, of course. Um, not the the Riot Squad, not Ruby. Yeah, Liv Morgan uh, and the other girl. Yeah, the Mandy Rose, of course. Um, I think. Uh, what's her name? Um, the Usos. Uh, Uso's wife, uh, Naomi, Naomi and Carmel, and uh, probably my winner other than uh, if it's not the iconic, it's uh, what's the big Nia Jackson? That's probably my one. But uh, you yeah, you don't think it's they not going to let uh Sasha and Bailey? Nah, Sasha and Bailey. That's real. I feel like it makes sense to give it to them because this is your yeah, but that's like hear me out. Like hear me out. So the reason I say it's totally okay. Like as of right now, like Becky Lynch is easily the biggest female wrestler, easily. But like to the point where she kind of don't need the belt to be over. And then Oscar is probably arguably your second, if not your best female worker and she has a belt. So mm-hmm. and like this is your first women's tag team division. Your first your your belt. Wouldn't it make sense to have arguably your I would say Sasha and Bailey is your in your top 5 in terms of w- top 5 women workers. Both are easily lo- lovable and liked be your first tag team champs for the women's division. That way it adds prestige to it. 
like I get making like an actual tag team, you know, actual tag team like the Iconics win it, or even like, or that's why I wouldn't even be mad if Nia Jax and Tamina win it, even though that's literally Nia Jax doing all the work and Tamina just probably jumping off a rope. But I feel like if it's not either Nia Jax or Tamina or Sasha and Bailey, it doesn't give those belts like that the prestige and credibility that oh my god this belt is like you like you have to be up there to win this belt because you have to beat Sasha and Bailey or technically Nia Jax if you want to win this belt that's my thing like I'm not saying like the Iconics because they're going to be they're going to be probably one of those teams that's going to be like multiple time women tag team champs when it's all said and done but like if I'm about to like want to show like it's kind of like with the WWE Universe title right now. That belt doesn't really mean shit. Not because like it's we know it's the main belt of the company, but it's like we don't see the belt being defended often and all of that and we barely see the belt. Like literally when we see it, it's like damn, we got the belt's here. Cool. Finally and all of that. Like when, he's like, not wearing a rep. You said what? If he's not wearing a weapon. Exactly. So, like, that's why when, like, when Roman won, it was good because we saw the belt. When Roman was on TV, he had the belt with him. It's kind of like back when Triple H had the belt or even The Rock. You saw the belt even when they were on TV or something doing something. They had that belt with him. So, it's like because it meant something then. So, like, when I think of, like, this is your first women's tag team championship, you want to see that belt on somebody where it's like it's gonna mean something when they when when we're when it's time for like Sasha or Bailey I mean Sasha and Bailey to like move on and be like okay let's throw them in the in the main title scene against uh Becky Lynch uh next year or whatever some, something like that so when it means something it'll mean a lot when we see the Iconics win it'll mean something when we see the Riot Squad win it'll mean something when we see like future women tag teams come up and be like oh man we've been rooting for them they finally won and you think back like who had it first and what they did to build that belt up and all of that that's why i'm saying it mean a lot more if becky and sasha won i mean bailey and sasha won yeah that's my whole thing that way you want to make it mean something instead of just being another belt you don't want it to be like the u.s belt where God damn, here's our truth. You went on SmackDown. Here, thank you. Bye. It's, yeah, you want it to mean something. Like, that's what I'm saying. Especially when this is like a huge deal. Because I don't think any other company has a women's tag team championship. Trust me. You said what? Yeah, other companies. Yeah. Oh, so. There's a, a, a full Japanese female company. Uh, oh, well. Female company in Japan will probably with tag Cause the uh, New Japan doesn't have female wrestlers. Yeah, I wrestlers. know. So like, there's a little sad female wrestling. Uh-huh. I think Will Oscar and stuff came from if she's not getting kicked by like a legit person. I mean, like a legit. <laughs> so, yeah. Which happened, by the way. But yeah, so so yeah, but overall, Raw was decent this weekend. Then SmackDown was very fun. Samoa Joe loves making people's lives live in hell. <laughs> and it's gonna be a fun way to uh set up 
who's Daniel Bryan's uh, opponent will be come Mania with this Elimination Chamber match. I hope Randy Orton. Uh, he he is the Triple H. Let him be the Triple H. Smash. Having legacy pops and putting people over. Dude. Just please, please. I don't matter him being it. Like just have him feud against AJ. That's what I like. Nobody like have a problem with that. But instead, we probably get him feud Daniel Bryan. I'm beating Daniel Bryan. Want to see? What'd I you really say? I really don't want to see that. <laughs> Um, he might get because yes, mm-hmm. but yeah. So SmackDown was decent. Uh, Daniel Bryan unveiled his legendary uh eco-friendly WWE Championship made out of wood, rocks, and uh eco-friendly stuff. It's a nice belt. It's a really nice belt for what it is, and is and it's really. Why I don't want Daniel Bryan's title reign to end yet because it's very entertaining and it's fresh compared to like not say that AJ's reign was it was boring, but it's like it adds energy to the title run in SmackDown because you have Daniel Bryan actually being a dick and an eco friend like a pretty much a north side a nigga who lives in logan square in chicago if you ever met somebody who lives in logan square in chicago that's what daniel bryan is and uh eric rowan is normally they they always have an oversized friend that looks like eric rowan who probably owns a coffee shop so a very a very eco-friendly coffee shop by the way so that's why i feel like it's going to be very entertaining as long as it's not Randy Orton, because I feel like we're going to see Randy Orton do something very outrageous to Eric Rowan, and it's going to make me forget that Eric Rowan exists again. So, so keep Randy Orton away from it. But I would love to see Samoa Joe, but Samoa Joe needs to be a heel at all at all costs. And mm-hmm. but what he said to Jeff Hardy was probably one of the top five funniest things I've ever heard. In a promo, when he's told that man, shut up. I want you to shut up like this is an AA meeting. I was like, bro. Mm. <laughs> bro. <laughs> like, <gee. laughs> I love some more, Joe G. Give that man a belt, G. Why? Let him build, let him rebuild the credibility of the US title, G. Please. Give them, let him come out and just give people bars, G. Uh, but yeah, SmackDown was decent in that aspect. And shout to Elimination Chamber match. Um, and then that was really it. Oh yeah, let's talk about the uh the halftime uh showdown. G, that match was good. Oh my god. G, all I'm gonna say is that match was good as hell. G, and once again, if you don't believe in the greatness, at this point I'm a believer of the greatness that is Adam Cole and Ricochet. But G. That freaking move that Adam Cole did on Ricochet was probably the most beautiful wrestling move I've ever seen in my life. I forgot what it's... <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. Let me see if I it's not... Know. People thought it was the Canadian Explosion. Yeah, what, I know it wasn't the Canadian Explosion. Exploder. Like, it wasn't that. So I saw... I saw. Let me see if I um, amongst all the super... I'm getting turned about Baba. Mm. Yeah, I, I can't find it right now. But the point of the matter is that match was good in every way. I like, it was like a 20-minute match about the length of the halftime show for the uh, NFL halftime show. But 
from start to finish, that match was really good. Very geared towards pleasing the fans because, like, literally, like, it was like a, hey, here's what the fans were going to put on the show. And it was a good match. Like, you had literally your stars of T- I mean, NXT put on a show for everybody for 20 minutes. Gave us some quality spots. It made everybody look good at the end of the day, but also set up, uh, from what I can tell, it's going to set up uh, Adam Cole versus Ciampa for the uh, belt. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. And pretty much, if you haven't heard of the tapings, Velveteen Dream is the uh, is the champion. It's the uh, North American uh, champ. So, uh, uh, some, though, you said what? Something really weird happened. What happened? Like, uh, what's his face? Took the title back then. Apparently, he's. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's really it's weird. Uh, it's like, I think he, he's. Velveteen's supposed to win. It's a taping. But at the same time, I feel like they taped too far ahead. And now it's like, oh shit, it leaked. And people know yeah. now. And now you see it. And it's like, yo, people's wondering, like, why the Gargano side of the belt. So it's like one of those, like, Damn you up, people at uh at full sale for recording the shit, cause now it's confusing in a way. So mm-hmm. hopefully they get that solved and just get it corrected immediately because it's confusing as hell right now. But Velveteen technically at this point, unofficially officially is the uh North American uh champ. So shout out to Black Excellence and also just shout out to Vince McMahon just uh giving all the black people belts. Just so they could lose it on uh the first Raw SmackDown in March, so mm-hmm. very fun. But uh, anything else we need to cover? Oh, we good. You said what? Uh, so- and you break. Yeah. Never mind. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, so that's it for today. We hit. A- Dang, we hit a lot. This is a long ass episode, but. We appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, please, 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 please follow the uh, Twitter page at Threes in the Ring. The number at number three S from the ring. So make sure you follow us. I promise Daychar will tweet, and not just gonna be my tweets on there. Uh, but yeah, make sure you uh, follow that page on Twitter. We will follow you back, and also follow the soundcloud no no chill media please subscribe greatly appreciate it and follow the facebook page no chill on the podcast as well definitely appreciate that as well be on the lookout for uh be on the lookout for us for next week as well we're going we will do our will be next week we can do it on tweets or now be on the lookout within the next couple episodes are relisting of the 50 greatest nba players of all time we are doing our research on it if, I'm not sure if it's going to be this next week's episode or the uh, week of All-Star Weekend, but that's the week of my birthday. We may not record. Turns how I feel. But, um, but yeah, so it probably is going to be next week. But So be on the lookout for that. And, yeah, that's it. So appreciate you guys for listening. Peace.